0: Hi, we're your hosts, Laray Spindler and Lori Suba, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate in Calgary, and you're listening to Leasing Out Loud. You're listening to episode 15 of Leasing Out Loud with your hosts, Laray Spindler and Lori Suba. Thanks for joining us this week, and we are thrilled to have an interview with our guest this week, Rob Blackwell, who is COO over at Aspen Properties. Awesome. Welcome, Rob. Welcome
1: back, everybody.
2: Nice to be here. Thank you.
1: This is exciting. You have a big job over at Aspen, Rob. I was looking at your bio. C-O-O.
2: <laughs> you can write anything on a website, so.
1: <laughs> That's true. So you take care of leasing, property management, acquisitions.
2: We've got a pretty great team here. So I get asked a few things once in a while, but we have a great team of leasing professionals and That's awesome. property managers like we've never had before. So I get to be a member of a great team, which is nice.
1: For sure. And we've known each other for a long time, Rob. So you started in 2004. I think we've known each other since like the beginning because we both started at a similar time and a little like tidbit for folks we actually went to school together which is kind of crazy right high school high school beaver brook so all the beaver brook grads a little shout out out there the village of calgary (laughs) totally totally it was a while ago though (laughs) Lorraine. yes (laughs) we were joking before we hopped on my oldest is going to be starting at beaver brook in the fall And it's like massive flashbacks. I've
2: got a niece that's going to high school there in the fall too. There you go. Too funny.
1: That's funny. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Rob. I'm really excited to have you here. I always love hearing all of the exciting and great things that Aspen has on the go. For those that don't know, Aspen was the force behind the transition from what I used to call the pan-Canadian building into the Edison, which is a pretty big undertaking. That building was effectively empty, was it not, when you guys took that on?
2: Yeah, when we bought it, we knew it was going to be vacant. The tenant was vacating contractually, and and Canada had left many years ago.
1: Right, right, and had to kind of reposition that asset. And for those that haven't been through the building, it's very cool space. I mean, you've got... Lots of different amenities, and I like to think that you guys were one of the first that were really focusing in on that in Calgary.
2: We like to think the same.
1: There's no Google slide yet, That's Rob. Right. That's the only thing that you think you guys might be missing, but you've got the conference facility, but you also have like the beer on tap area too, yeah. right?
2: Well, you know, COVID's preventing that <laughs> currently, but we got yeah. the taps, we got a golf simulator. We were the first official real dog friendly building. So, we had a nice dog park, right. we got a little basketball area on wow. the 30th floor, which is turning an old storage unit into a basketball area. So,
1: Yeah, no, very cool. And you've got even the dog area, I remember there being like little tiny fire hydrants. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: we got some fire <laughs> hydrants there. We got kind of the wall of fame. We've got all the dogs with pictures in the vestibule area. So, oh, okay. I think there's probably 50 or 60 on the wall there. So, and that's the first building we turned dog friendly. We are on to, geez, I think we've converted four or five office buildings to be dog friendly now too. So it doesn't take much to convert, Just send out notices and send the dogs in.
1: Where you go. Dogs come in. Yeah,
2: for sure. And Sun Life, we got that going to dog friendly on April 1st.
1: Awesome. Well, that's a great segue because I know Sun Life Plaza, pretty massive redevelopment project that you guys took on there. We all know the old Sun Life Plaza with the three towers and very traditional, hadn't changed since I certainly was starting out in the business and I'm sure hadn't changed much before then either. So pretty old school in terms of finishes and you guys have recently completed that redevelopment, right? We have, yeah.
2: It was a fun project. The plaza actually was the focus of our renovation for the most part. As you said, that was installed in 1994 Wow. Personally, 1994 doesn't sound that far away, but it turns out it is.
0: (laughs) Turns out it's old.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Turns out it's old.
0: Needs a (laughs) refresher. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, it's a really fun project, kind of on the heels of what we did at the Edison. We learned a lot by doing the Edison because that was very much a building it while you're flying it type of exercise probably made some missteps I know we made some missteps but that's what innovation looks like so yeah and then we did this project we really had a game plan going in and we knew exactly mm-hmm. what we're going to do and we had to you know we actually nailed the budget for exactly what we're going to spend the money on the second time's easier yeah
1: mm-hmm. to your point I mean you've learned from past mistakes and yeah. learned how to maybe streamline and do things better and yeah also had the benefit from the tenants over at the Edison yep. and what the brokers thought too. Like you see, so you have all that feedback and you're kind of armed, right? So you know what people are looking for.
2: Absolutely. You know, that was a really big part of it. Like focusing on the fitness and I think it's probably the fifth gym we've built now. And so you kind of learn about how the shower should be and, you know, where the lockers should be, and what kind of equipment. And our world has changed so much. I find in that, yeah. you know, seven, 10 years ago, you know, it was like, who cares? Put the gym wherever. Right. And don't pay attention. And, The details matter so much more than they ever did about, you know, what it looks like, what it feels like, how does it actually operate? So it's really fun to look at the details because that's what people pay attention to.
1: It's true. You're 100% right. I think back to sort of the beginning of the downturn, if you recall, it was like, does it have a gym? Check mark. Yeah. <laughs> if it did, suddenly that was a way to kind of pare down a growing list of options was to say, okay, does it have a conference facility? Yes. Does it have a fitness facility? Yes. Are there retail amenities? Yes. And so now you're right. People are becoming that much more focused in on just what do those amenities look like yeah. and what's the retail? I love, I love, love, I have to say, So love that new concept you guys have at Sun Life. I've been reading about Little E.
2: Oh, it's the best.
1: So cool. (laughs) Let's maybe talk about that because I've been seeing it
0: all splashed across LinkedIn. It's such a great story. It really is. I want to get down there to experience it.
2: Yeah, we should have done this live. (laughs) Yeah, that started like early on when we bought it. and It was a personal connection of Greg's, our president's CEO. And this gentleman, Paul Constance, who's just a great guy, yeah. and he had a daughter born with Down syndrome, Ella, was really an inspiration behind this. And when we first started talking to him about it, you know, he sent us a couple of videos of a cafe kind of similar like this. Yeah, It was really cool. It was like really inspiring and said we got to do this we got to figure out how to do it mm-hmm. and we introduced him to a couple of different coffee operators mm-hmm. and he ended up going with Rosso folks who are just phenomenal and, and they've done mm-hmm. so much in the above and beyond category you just wouldn't believe what they've all done yeah. and made this partnership and then we integrated them right into the design right from the get-go mm-hmm. so it looks like it's always you know been part of that and yeah they just said they're opening Monday this week so that would yeah. be February 8th. Yeah. Awesome. I heard her first sales report and the tips outnumbered the sales, I think like one and a half to one.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Awesome.
2: <laughs> like, how do we account for this stuff? Yeah. You know, what it does for the building and our company that we brought it up on conference calls and these addresses to all our employees every quarter at least yeah. and to see how the company resonates. It's really been fun and everyone gets a tear in their eye once in a while and then Greg and myself were part of the hiring process as well. So awesome! Oh, we walk the new employees through the construction site at the time when it was underway back in December. You know they're getting their aprons and they're so excited. Oh, Paul had some great stories like he was offering someone some and or interview process I should say and one of the gentlemen he said, So, what's your dream job? It's kind of an easy, fun question. He said, Yeah. Serve Luli coffee.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> That's
2: a great way to land a job. Oh, it's a
1: great way to land a job. Yeah. It's the right field. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and so, for anyone that doesn't know, all the employees there will have some sort of intellectual or physical disability. Mm-hmm. And so that's their first job sometimes. Yeah. And we really see it as they're trying to graduate into other jobs. We've got plans for these guys that we'd love to see them grow in the building when they get their feet out mm-hmm. in front of them and do some more of these concepts because mm-hmm. they're a really good operator. They know what they're doing. Sure. Yeah. And it's a great give back.
1: A great news story in 2021. I loved it. I've been following it
0: closely. So very, very cool. We'll have to go check it out, Loray. We'll have to go for a coffee yes. date.
2: Yeah. And extremely good coffee too.
0: Yeah, not only that. Yeah, great coffee, but so much more than just the coffee. Yeah. The story going on there. Yeah, it's incredible.
2: Obviously not for profit. It's all going back to charities and kind of continue on the legacy of this.
0: That's very cool. So
1: another good segue, because obviously you guys are very involved from a corporate perspective and some of the innovative and different things that are happening in the business community. And that's why I really wanted to have you on. So I'm excited that you're here to talk about it because... I know in conversations that we've had recently, you've brought up some of the different kind of cool prop tech investments and different things that you guys are involved in corporately that sort of – is very different, Rob, than a traditional owner of commercial real estate. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about it because, I mean, I personally think we have to – and I think everyone knows this – we're going to have to innovate – and sort of think outside of the box to improve our lot in life in Calgary, I think. So what are different strategies that we can employ that will allow us to do that? And I think what you guys have on the go, it's kind of cool. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk a little bit about what you guys have in the prop tech scene, because most people wouldn't know that you guys are in that
2: world. Yeah, we kind of got into it by accident, but it's a, a word that everyone's hearing now in our industry. And it's really taking flight in the last 24 months, probably. And I think I've spent some time with a bunch of other people looking at this and thinking about it as, you know, why now? Why is this accelerating so fast? And, you know, there's lots of reasons, I guess. And I think people finally figured out that there's four and a half billion square feet of office space in North America. Yeah. And, I like only all the markets for this mm-hmm. stuff is huge. Mm-hmm. And it really is a dinosaur in our industry. Like our business is pretty... Oh, you're
1: so behind, I know. There are lots
2: of things, right? <laughs> so when you think about your house and you think about how your car may interact with your phone. And, and so it's really been fun just to see what's out there. We've done a few ventures already. So we partnered with Zone Startups mm-hmm. and they're in Sun Life now and they moved in probably a year and a half ago now. And part of that partnership was really to try and create a pipeline to prop tech companies and Zone is an accelerator, mm-hmm. if you will, an incubator accelerator. So the thought is if you can find some companies at the youthful stage, you can put them in the accelerator and through some mentorship from them and us, yeah. Zone and us, but you can grow these companies and see where they go. So that's awesome. prior to that, we did a little investment in a parking company called Park Champ in Calgary, which is doing really well. And
1: oh, interesting. they're a
2: really amazing innovator of how parking will be in the future as far as Using your phone, what they were able to do that no one else had really thought about is how do you get a regular everyday customer inside a totally secure parkade Mm. without providing access cards and things like that. So they accomplished that. So we're able to turn any secure typical underground parking structure Mm -hmm. into essentially a public parkade through technology.
1: Smart. Do you know what, Rob? That is so smart. I just had this week a client of mine is looking for flexible parking arrangements for their visitors that come in and we're looking at a downtown office building and we had that very same question where we're like how are we going to address the parking for these visitors and not have them park in a surface parking lot say three blocks down the way when we know that there's ample parking within the parking facility in that particular building that they're looking in so you're on to something. Yeah.
2: Like most of our business, there's so much inefficiency in it, right? Like, you think about a parkade, and you, yeah. you assign a stall to one person, and they may or may not be there that day. A typical mm-hmm. uh, COVID world. They're on vacation, yeah. and that stall's vacant, and no one gets access to it. And- right. Both revenue is inefficient and the use is inefficient. So they're really helping change that. It'll take some time, obviously, but where parking can go, it's really interesting.
1: Very cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you guys are really big into promoting Alberta. And I recall when you were working through repositioning the Edison you were quite active in terms of trips down south yeah. to see what was happening in other tech markets to understand what prospective tenants may be looking for. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are still doing that. You're part of this Why Alberta yeah. campaign. Maybe tell us a little bit about that and what that's all about.
2: Yeah. When we first started going on in Silicon Valley, it was in conjunction with the development of Edison. Yeah. And it was really looking at office spaces and, you know, check out Google and Facebook and all these neat places. And I guess maybe we didn't know that Google Maps existed back then. <laughs> Turns out you can do a lot of driving around on the Internet, yeah. uh, which we did a lot for the Inspiration behind and something Life. It's just to spend time driving around Google Maps. It's a lot easier and faster. Right. <laughs> yeah. So with Access Alberta, it's with a couple of companies, Connection Silicon Valley and New West Networks. They're so connected in Silicon Valley, Joanne and Christie. They just know everybody. They know everybody in tech, Canada, mm-hmm. North America, and the message that we're promoting essentially is just: this is a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And from a quality of life, that's at the end of the day what we're trying to send the message down to other parts of the U.S. specifically, even parts of Canada. Most people, they don't think Calgary is a great place to live. We keep getting voted top three or five or ten in in the world for places Mm -hmm. to live. And so part of the message is highlighting the good stuff that is going on, like the Benavides, the Neo, Mm -hmm. Cement's doing incredible right now, obviously. And There's lots of really good stories and messages just to get those out there. And at the same time, talk about how if you moved here, not just your C-suite or your VPs can buy a house like, everyone, everyone can
1: buy a can house. Everyone can buy a house, yeah. It's a big deal. You know, and then you go
2: to the mountains in an hour and a half.
1: And you can ski in the weekends, right? Quality yeah. of life, you're right, is very high. Clean city. The sun shines. The sun like, shines. Lots of compelling reasons why Calgary is an awesome place to be. That's great. That's really cool. I know with our podcast, that was one of the thoughts behind Leasing Out Loud. Lorraine and I were just thinking... We were kind of getting a little bummed out reading about all of the articles in the newspaper and it seemed pretty doom and gloomy. But we knew that there were lots of really great things happening and there were lots of people doing really cool things in the city and just wondered why we weren't talking about it. So our thought with the podcast was, hey, let's talk about what Aspen's doing that's really cool. Let's talk about some other things that are happening in our market and people that are doing really cool things. I
2: always appreciate it. Some great stories in Alberta and it really is just get them out there and tell the world about them. Yeah. And people want to be around energy and excitement. So we, yeah. we need to be saying that as loud as we can.
1: We do. And there's lots of great things like we talked about that are going on in the city and lots of things to celebrate, I think. And lots of very smart people in our market that are entrepreneurial
0: and innovative. And I think there's going to be some great things that come out of this downturn. Totally, The three of us here have all been in Calgary for a long time. But when you think about it, The growth our city has experienced over the past couple of decades is incredible. And there's more people that are living in Calgary that are not originally from here than there is people that are from Calgary, right? And yet you think of we've had our challenges for like a good five, six years where we have to work through some of these challenges. But there's the story of what a quality place it is to live because you don't see the flood of people wanting to leave. Like yep. they came here for opportunity and now they're fighting to find a way to stay here. Mm-hmm. Great place, really.
2: And they're still coming right now too, right? So yep. people still want to be here. They'll find a way. Yep.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm
1: really excited. Loray and I will plan a trip down to Sun Life to check out the new upgrades and finishes and of course little ease cafe for a cup of coffee which is going to be great
2: well if you come down after march 15th we'll have a new name for that project as well so oh we've got a new name and a new brand that's being launched on the 15th so we've got some pretty cool artwork that's going to be on brand we'll say and cool. it's not going to be edison part two and it's not going to be like any other name you for an office building i can promise you that so
1: stay tuned We'll have to change our thinking again. All these new buildings all the time, right? I always go back to my point. I call it the Pan-Canadian building. (laughs) So that can kind of date you sometimes when you do that.
2: It's a good gauge of how old you are.
1: I think it might be. True. That's right. Well, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear now about that repositioning and renaming. That's going to be very,
2: very cool. Cool.
1: Thanks so much, Rob, for coming on today. I really appreciate your time. I think it was so great.
2: Thank you very much.
1: If you have any questions following the episode for us or for Rob, feel free to reach out to us at hello
0: at scoutrealestate.ca or you can always find us on our LinkedIn profiles as well. And join us next week when we talk about the latest and greatest in commercial real estate in Calgary. Have a great day, everyone.